Welcome to Coming Up Page, a podcast about two teens finding themselves among their shelves. I'm Haley. And I'm Mia. Um, so we are now on episode two of our podcast. <laughs> and I definitely hope that we get better <laughs> at making them. So I'm really excited to start doing it again. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. I yeah. feel like we learned a lot from the first episode. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, don't scream into the microphone <laughs> or don't whisper into the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. But other than podcast stuff, what have you been up to since last episode? Well, I've had midterms. I, mm-hmm. uh, what else is there? I went to school. <laughs> I think that's all it was. Did homework. School was really busy last yeah. week, I feel. Like, it was chaotic. Especially, yeah. like, I didn't even have that many midterms, but, like, I don't know. It's just difficult to balance just, like, school with everything. Yeah, wrapping everything up for the grading period was kind of, I don't know, mm-hmm. really busy. But it's okay. <laughs> but we're here now. <laughs> and we're here excited we are. to talk about books. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. In our first segment, like always, we're going to talk about um, the last book we finished, and then we're going to do the quote at the end of the episode. So, Mia, what was the last book you finished? Um, so, I haven't finished anything because I'm still reading Salem's Lot. Um, I think, again, with midterms, it's just been really busy and I haven't had time to, like, get into my book without stressing out about school. Same. (laughs) Yeah, and reading while stressed is, like, the worst. So, no, I did not finish anything. But I did reread The Haunting of Hill House and the first Harry Potter book for some reason. (laughs) I think Why? (laughs) (laughs) I think that they're both, like, nostalgic to me for some reason. The Haunting of Hill House, too? Yeah. When did you first read that? I read it a while ago, but I re or I reread it when the TV show came out on Netflix, mm-hmm. like last year maybe. But I did read the book earlier this year again. <laughs> it's just my favorite, and it's really short, so I reread it a lot. Yeah. Um, and Harry Potter is just because um, my friend has gotten me back into Harry Potter again, which is terrible because I am such a Potterhead. <laughs> 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 it's so dorky. But yeah, I reread the first one, and I stand by what I said when I was younger when I said that Fred and George are still the best characters. Uh, I like Sirius Black a Uh, lot. Okay, well, he was cool. He didn't last as long as Fred and George, though, so. Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) (laughs) No, I still remember that when Fred freaking died... I was spoiler alert. <laughs> so yeah, y'all all should know. Yeah, but um, the first time I read it when I was in elementary school, when Fred died, I rem- I never cry. I'm a stone cold monster. She is. And when Fred died, I lost my freaking mind. <laughs> um. So yeah, I wanted to reread the books to see if I still felt pain. <laughs> Do you still feel pain? Oh, always. But- <laughs> Um, but it was really fun and it was just like nostalgic to read, especially since in the first book, obviously Harry's like 11 and all of them are like babies. Do um, you reread books often? Yes, I do. I, I never do. Really? Like ever. Why? I feel guilty about it for some reason. Why? I don't know. We need <laughs> to unpack this. I, I think like I reread books a lot just because I feel like it's comforting when you don't have time to do like 
or read other things that you want to yeah. read, I guess. Huh. And reading, like, books that you've already read goes by really quick, I think. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I reread a book. I oh think it's gosh. been a very, very long time. <laughs> oh, yeah, I always reread books. I think when I was younger, I was so obsessed with, like, The Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. I literally read it, like, the whole series, like, maybe three, four times in a row. Like, I didn't read anything wow. else besides Hunger Games. Wow. Do I even have The Hunger Games? Yeah, honestly, I kind of want to reread it just to see. Yeah, you do have Me it on too. your bookshelf. Where is it? It's right there. Oh my God. <laughs> we were scanning Haley's bookshelf. Um, um, yeah, I've been thinking about rereading that one recently because I don't know. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Again, um, sp- another spoiler alert: <laughs> if you haven't seen or read The Hunger Games, when Finnick died in Mockingjay, yeah, I have never recovered. I I'm still <laughs> upset about it. I also, I don't think I liked Katniss that much. She was annoying. Well, I feel like all like young adult fiction like protagonists female protagonists yeah female protagonists are always like really bratty uh, yeah and I don't like it <laughs> I like how we're like oh my god Katniss why are you so bratty it's not like you grew up with no money yeah. living in an apocalyptic <laughs> like she, world <laughs> she has a reason to be bratty but like she was stone cold and it made me a little scared oh yeah team Peta and Finnick and oh, yeah. period <laughs> I love Peta anyways <laughs> okay <laughs> um so anyway Haley what was the last book you finish yeah i haven't finished anything since (laughs) since our last podcast but um there's a reason for that that i will elaborate on later um just a sneak peek i hate mia's recommendations for me they're (laughs) scary oh my gosh Haley and i have not had one successful like book swap yet yes yes we have you gave me if we were villains okay well that was like a not like totally a book swap that was like out of yeah. the podcast world <laughs> yeah that was just a recommendation from mia but mm-hmm. i loved if we were villains and i'm glad and Man. i have yet to su- succeed again because i haven't ever succeeded <laughs> you're very picky with your books I'm, and i didn't realize it. i'm so picky like i was telling Haley earlier like there's a lot of factors that go into it it's like more than just the plot like the plot has to resonate with me and the writing has to resonate with me like if there's something like really weird about the narrative I won't read it (laughs) that's I just force myself to read books I think you have very healthy reading habits and I have very unhealthy (laughs) reading habits a toxic relationship with the books you read (laughs) I'm working on it I'm working on it (laughs) so yes I haven't finished anything um I guess we're not gonna give a quote at the end if we don't Maybe we'll just give our one of our favorite quotes of all time. Yeah, I put a quote from The Haunting of Hill House just okay. because I love everything about that book. I'll, I'll find a quote that I really like and share it at the end. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, so... Currently reading. Yeah, so currently reading. Um, since I haven't finished anything yet, I am still reading Salem's Lot. And I did start this book called The Regrets by... Amy Bonifons, if that's how you say Bonifons. her name. Yeah, Bonifons. Huh. <laughs> um, and, okay, this book is... Is this the one with the the ghosts? Yes. Okay. I was telling Haley about this one earlier, and it is about this guy who dies. And instead of going to the afterlife, he is trapped in this weird limbo between the worlds. Like, he exists and people can see him, but he's not present in society it's really weird that sounds weird yeah and the reason why he can't get to the afterlife is because okay 
<laughs> again, a super weird and a weird to describe, but um, so angels, they come to pick up these dead souls and stuff and they go like visit them at the site where they died to bring them into the afterlife. And so this angel comes to visit this young, this young man who dies and she puts a stone in his mouth and she's like, okay, you swallow this stone and you go to the afterlife. I don't know why it's a stone. It just is. But (laughs) yeah, it's weird. And so he swallows the stone and his body rejects the stone. And the angel's like, oh, crud, I did something wrong. And they find out that the angel accidentally visited this guy when he was younger and accidentally did the afterlife ritual on him because she mistook him for a different boy who was dying down the street. What? (laughs) That is such a weird out of this world uh (laughs) premise yeah like it's unique but like i think it's too unique for this world so interesting it's very odd and the writing's really weird i honestly only bought it because the cover is pretty beautiful (laughs) (laughs) okay Um, maybe i don't have that toxic (laughs) book habits (laughs) no yeah so i kind of want to read it i'm very curious i'll let you borrow it when i'm done if i finish it yeah it's so weird so we'll see yeah but other than that i am also reading i'm thinking of ending things by ian reed and i also heard this one was really weird and my friend recommended it to me just because she watched the netflix show oh i haven't heard of this Mm -hmm. this netflix show and I'm not very far. I'm only a few pages in, but I do know that it's about this girl who goes on this long road trip with her boyfriend to his like family's house. It's like a farmhouse or something. And on the whole way there, she's thinking about how to end things with her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Sad. Yeah. And like the, (laughs) and the premise seems kind of like bland when I first read the summary, but Mm -hmm. apparently it gets really dark and like horror oh dang it it. (laughs) Mia (laughs) and it is listed under like the horror and like thriller genre so I assume that it's gonna get really weird but I want it to get weird because right now it's kind of huh interesting yeah so I'm kind of excited because I love psychological horror yeah so yeah um so what are you currently reading I am currently reading Rebecca by Daphne Ah! (laughs) I'm so excited (laughs) Mia Mia recently read this one and I'm reading it because the Netflix movie comes out tomorrow oh my gosh no way I didn't even know that it was tomorrow it comes out tomorrow when we're recording this and (laughs) so I'm reviewing it for the newspaper Mm -hmm. and I wanted to read the book before I watched the movie Mm -hmm. because uh, that would give me a cool perspective to write about mm-hmm. for the review. So that's what I'm doing. I, I'm i not going to finish by tomorrow, <laughs> but I think I'll finish. I'll watch it on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's about this woman who marries a widower and is kind of haunted by the memory of his past wife. Yeah. Rebecca. Rebecca. <laughs> um, and she has to like live up to her legacy, kind of, um, despite their different backgrounds. And mm-hmm. she's, I get secondhand embarrassment from reading her perspective because she's so awkward sometimes. And it's just embarrassing to be around her. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And like, I kind of understand because she does come from like a lower class of uh-huh. her new husband. 
so she doesn't really know how to like acclimate into society i guess but it's still so ugly (laughs) like the way she acts is so gross sometimes (laughs) um but yeah so far i'm really loving it i tend to love classics and i i had never heard of this before mia like told me about it so Mm -hmm. i don't know i really like it the writing is beautiful it's so gorgeous it's so good Mm -hmm. i'm so excited to keep reading it yeah but um I originally only read this just because I got it as a birthday gift from my dad's friend. And I'm pretty convinced. I told Haley about this too. I'm convinced that my copy of the book is haunted because it's literally like, I love that it's like personalized because the lady who gave it to me, like put a bunch of old pictures of her family in it. And they're all like really old timey and like black and white. And I think it's haunted. Anyway, (laughs) that's so cool, but spooky. Mm -hmm. It's spooky season, so very exciting. Mm -hmm. Okay, next segment is book swap. Book swap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Book swap. Okay, me and I have very different tastes. We want to kind of push ourselves out of our comfort zones. However, it hasn't really worked because neither of us have liked our recommendations so i think i've been kind of successful but like not for like the formal book talks i've just been like this one's good yeah read it yeah all the ones that she's recommended me for book swap (laughs) i didn't like oh my gosh please unravel why you did not like misery the best stephen king book i did not finish misery by stephen king (laughs) because i could not handle i could not handle the horror it it just i didn't like it something about there not being that much of a plot except for this crazy lady and this author guy like having an interaction (laughs) (laughs) i just wasn't that much of a fan you know and then, but I still wanted to know what happened, so I looked it up on Wikipedia oh and read what happened to him. And I'm like, hack! <laughs> I just didn't want to read like 300 pages of him being tortured. And then that, it, it was so fun, though. Me, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. It's kind of cool that like he, like Stephen King, did so well with just one setting and one like plot line. I think Stephen King is a very, very talented author Mm -hmm. and i want to read him more Mm -hmm. eventually Mm -hmm. but right now i cannot handle the horror (laughs) i don't know but i loved i did love the way he wrote it and the way he like the the pain that the author was feeling I could, I don't know. It just, I think that's why it sucked for me to read it because I could you feel like it. Hurt. <laughs> and I'm, I'm such an empath. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I feel so bad for this author, man. I feel his pain. Oh my God. So, yeah. You're too nice. Honestly, sometimes I'm like, oh, I love reading. I love reading sad books. I love feeling really sad does. sometimes. Uh, but man, wait, did you like look up like what happens to him like physically? yeah like how he gets his leg cut off yeah yeah <laughs> yeah what <laughs> like and he's just says oh you've been a bad boy and like chops off his like ankle yeah like sister <laughs> and she doesn't she try to like cauterize it yeah, yeah just so he doesn't bleed out and die yeah yeah he's such a i was like i'm glad i didn't read this part yeah well he should have been sneakier he was doing a very bad job at being I guess a captain. So. Yeah. Because he was like snooping around the house, and that's why she. Yeah. And he was hiding like painkillers and stuff too. Do yeah. you remember that? 
Well, <sighs> anyway. <laughs> so yeah, basically, I didn't like Misery. I think someday I might read it. I might try it again. But right now, I can't handle it. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're on our second book swap now. Yes. And... I chose Sharp Objects by Gillian Flynn for Haley to read. <laughs> Haley is now doing aerobic yoga <laughs> sitting next to me. My hamstring was hurting a little bit, so I had to stretch it out. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so I chose Sharp Objects by Gillian Flynn for Haley to read. And it's a thriller novel. No surprise that I picked it. Um, it's about this reporter named Camille Preacher or Camille? Camilla? Camille. Camille yeah, Preacher. I think it's Camille? Camille? Camille. Camille. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, so Camille Preacher, and she returns to her hometown to, like, cover and report on the deaths of two preteen girls. And Camille has, like, avoided her hometown at all costs because her mother is, like, neur- neurotic and she's a hypochondriac. And she has a preteen sister, or a teenage sister, I guess. She's 13. And she doesn't know anything about her, but when she comes into contact with her throughout the book she has this weird like eerie grip on the town mm-hmm. like everyone's like devoted to her she's like beautiful it's super whack and yeah and so while investigating camille finds that she and the victims have like really uncanny similarities like she's finding like that she relates to them a lot and it's just super odd for her and she must unravel her own past to unravel the psychological puzzle that she finds herself in. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I I started reading this today and I honestly really like it so far. Mm-hmm. I haven't read that much, but I don't know. I think I'll keep reading it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say because I haven't <laughs> read that much, but I like the writing. Mm-hmm. There's been curse words. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I don't know why I said that. I don't know why that was such, a, <laughs> such an impactful. <laughs> yeah, so um, the author Gillian Flynn, she's wrote like a bunch of like famous books like Gone, Gone Girl. Girl. Yeah, that became a movie. Um, Sharp Objects is also a TV show. And what's the other book? Her other book, Dark Places. I've read yeah. all her books. and Really? They're all, yeah, I've read. She doesn't have that many. She only has like three, right? I think like three or four. Yeah. And they're really short so they're really easy to read yeah and but a similarity in all of them are traumatized female protagonist (laughs) um (laughs) yeah but I think it's really interesting to read and Mm -hmm. she does a really good job of storytelling quickly so I I love it I tend to not I don't know I don't read that many thrillers so I'm excited to see the last thriller that I tried to read I didn't finish (laughs) um but it was because the main character annoyed me so much. <laughs> she, I don't even remember what it was called. But she was like, I'm so pretty. I deserve to get kidnapped. And I'm like, what? I wish I had that confidence. Yeah, wait. <laughs> That's kind of funny, though. Oh it God. was. But I was just, I cannot be in the narration of this lady for one more second. Yeah, I feel like like it's kind of similar to like fantasy novels. But the protagonist is like either really cool or really bratty and annoying to read and i think gillian flynn does a good job of making strong female characters i mean yeah 
there are points where I was like, oh my gosh, this character is so stupid. Yeah. But I feel like all books are like that, so. Yeah, there are points, but, like, if you're just saying, I'm, I'm so pretty, I deserve to be kidnapped, that's a little. Like, you, yeah, you deserve to be kidnapped. <laughs> I want you to be kidnapped. <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel like that might be controversial <laughs> to say on the podcast. Yeah, Haley and Mia do not condone getting kidnapped. Yes, um, no matter how pretty you are. <laughs> That's not good. Okay. Okay. Anyway, what book did you recommend for me? I recommended. Um, I forgot. <laughs> I for Mia, I recommended "On Earth We're Briefly Gorgeous" by Ocean Vuong. It's about this Asian American teen, and it basically walks through his life in the form of a letter to his illiterate mom. So he talks a lot about things that you wouldn't necessarily tell your mom mm-hmm. because he knows she's never going to read it. It's really interesting to read because he's telling it in a way that you feel like he's trusting you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I, I, know. I feel like he's like confiding in me. Yes. You know? Like he's like, here's the tea about my mother who yeah. threw Legos at me. That, <laughs> what, that was in the chapter I read, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. And also it reminds me a little bit of a little life but less oh traumatizing oh, that book. Oh. yes i feel like we always end up talking about a little life just because we both read it at similar times mm-hmm. and it broke us it was okay that's a successful book swap for you that's un- like informal like you recommended yeah, that to me and I it was did. amazing okay okay so we just need to <laughs> do better we need then- to be more informal i guess <laughs> Yeah, with our book no, swaps. but yeah, the book that you recommended me it definitely has like a little life vibes, mm-hmm. like traumatized protagonist again. Um, but the writing is a little more simple than a little life, uh-huh. and it's a little more easy to understand, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what do you think about the book? Like, of, did you love it? Like, I honestly, I honestly really liked it. I read it at the beginning of quarantine so I think I just wanted an escape (laughs) from all of the craziness that was happening so Mm it's nice to read about someone who was going through something completely different than me but also still struggling you Mm -hmm. know and also I wanted to read less old white authors (laughs) and Ocean Vuong is um Vietnamese American Mm -hmm. Uh, so I I wanted to support him. And <laughs> he appreciates his, that. His, yeah. <laughs> He's like Haley Dirks, I got you. <laughs> um, oh my gosh! His writing is also very very lyrical and beautiful, and mm-hmm. I tend to love that kind of writing style. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a good time. Yeah, um, I cried. So <laughs> of course you did. Not very shocking. I cry in most books, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I can definitely see how this is going to be very emotional. Like, I did not read that much yet, but I can just tell from the way that he, like, Ocean Vaughn writes, it's very, like, I don't know. It's filled with a lot of imagery, mm-hmm. and he's just very descriptive with everything he says, and I think that's so pretty. Yeah, I felt like I could really be there when he was, I don't know. It has such a strong memory, even mm-hmm. though I read it four or five months ago. yeah. And also, I rarely read or see things in the media about Vietnamese people, so I think that's really cool. As a Vietnamese girl, <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was really cool. And yeah. 
Um, I can see this as something that I can probably relate to a lot. So I'm excited to keep reading. I'll probably keep reading. Yeah, also all the microaggressions and racism that he faces Mm -hmm. was really an eye-opener for me. I was like, what the heck is going on? (laughs) I was so, I was so angry while Mm -hmm. I read it because I just wanted to punch everyone that was being mean to him. Oh my gosh, yeah. And the main character is only 5'4". He's a small boy. Small boy. He's, yeah, whoever fights That's, him is going to have to deal with Haley Dirks. He's two inches taller than me. <laughs> I'm only 5'2". Yeah, so I'm excited to keep reading. Okay, so for our next segment, Haley and I will ask each other bookish questions about anything book-related. <laughs> um, so the first question is, what books would you recommend as a mood booster? I would 100% recommend... The Geek's Guide to Unrequited Love by, I don't know how to say this author's name, so I'm going to butcher it, Sarvinas. <laughs> I thought it's so Texan. Sarvinas Tash. <laughs> I sound so white. It's okay. I'm sure. I'm sure she understands. Fine. I hope she doesn't get mad at me. She listens to She's this not and, just, listening to the and just like utterly cyber bullies us yeah. for pronouncing her name wrong. So it basically follows these two best friends who are super duper geeky and they go to a comic con and it follows them at this I comic love conventions. con. Yeah. It follows them as they go to this comic con and this the guy is in love with this girl and they're writing a comic. Stop. They're writing a comic together. Oh my god, You're stop. <laughs> I'm so, so happy. And he's like writing the, you know, the actual words uh-huh. and she's doing the art. <gasps> and <laughs> I know. Oh god. And uh, they're neighbors also. Oh my and they gosh, go to dog. this con together and then they do like this um book it not bookish <laughs> they do this comic speed dating thing uh-huh. and the girl meets a guy who's like super hot and british and dressed as oh my- superman oh my okay well okay first of all superman the worst dc character agreed. in my opinion agreed i'm more of a nightwing type gal really yes i love nightwing and robin but anyway <laughs> um oh my gosh the main guy stands no chance. He's British. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wait to find out. Well, I know that. Like, I know somehow they'll be like, oh, best friends to lovers type thing. But like, no, he's British. Stay with the British guy. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, anyway, continue. I read this like three years ago, but it, I have very fond memories of it. And it basically just follows their friendship as they go through this convention. And then afterwards, mm-hmm. when things happen... I loved it a lot. I think it I think it was um it boosted my mood mm-hmm. because it had a ton of like references to pop culture things that you're into that I love mm-hmm. and I was just super excited about it because I'm a big nerd and they're big nerds <laughs> and it was just a whole nerdy time. Oh I my loved gosh. It. No, I can literally just like feel the happiness that like radiates off this <laughs> book. Cause like I get oh my gosh, me too, like I'm such a big nerd. I love going to conventions. I've been to a few of them. And every time I go there, the vibe is just so amazing. Yes. Especially if you're a dork. <laughs> yes, it is. I love it. So it sounds like a really cute romance book. Aww. Yeah, it's great. Definitely recommend. Yeah. Um. So for the books that I think are mood boosting, 
I have two, actually. I thought of one while I was sitting here. Um, so the first one is the Scott Pilgrim versus, like, the World Trilogy. Or, like, not trilogy, but, like, the series, like, the mm-hmm. graphic novel series. It is just so, like, cute. The art <laughs> style is just adorable. And the whole premise of it is just super dorky, I think. It's about um, this guy named Scott Pilgrim. And he falls in love with this girl named Ramona Flowers and she is just like the quintessential oh, so cute. Yeah, she <laughs> is she's like the quintessential like punk girl. You know what I mean? I love that. Yeah, and he's a huge dork and he's in a band and he finds out that Ramona has I think how I don't I forgot the number, but she has like a bunch of evil exes who formed a league to stop anyone else from dating her basically. Wow. Yeah, it sounds super random and yeah. stupid, but it's honestly so cute. And I'm interested. Yeah, and it's also a movie, and it has really? some. Yeah, it has Michael Sarah in it. Wow. And again, for some unknown reason, I am un- in love with Michael Sarah. He is so <laughs> dorky looking. I love him, and he's love just that. great in this movie. So I would highly recommend reading this series if you just want a lot of fun action. And easy reading. Cool. Yeah. And the other one I would say is probably something I did not expect to like. Just because it's not something I would read ever, I think. But um, to all the boys I've loved before. Have you read it? I haven't. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I'm usually not a big fan of romance books. Especially like teen or yeah. like young adult ones. Me but too. this one is just so cute. Because the main character is like a a female protagonist that I did not hate and she's just very quirky she likes to bake she's just really cool and sweet and yeah Laura Jean so yeah it's a mood booster just because it's very innocent and it's very reminiscent of a lot of people's like high school experiences Mm -hmm. I think which is nice so yeah yeah that's my mood booster so what's All your right. question for me? My question is, what book has influenced you the most? Okay. Um, it took Haley and I a hot minute <laughs> to think about this. But I think there are a couple that have done it for me, have influenced me a lot. Um, one of them is Lovely Bones by Alice Siebold. Um, So it's basically about this young girl who gets um abducted by her neighbor and she is abused and killed basically and yeah she's killed and she is in the afterlife watching how her death affected affected her family and her friends and she learns a lot just observing instead of being in her like in her life basically and it's just very Yeah, it's very heartwarming just because she figures out a lot about herself. And I think when I was, I read this when I was really young. It's not a book for young readers. Do not recommend for anyone young, honestly. But (laughs) (laughs) but it really influenced me a lot. So yeah, and then another one is a more recent read. It is A Little Life by, what's the author's name? Hanya Yanagihara. Yeah, I didn't want to say it wrong. (laughs) Um. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Something this true. this book was 
so so sad and so sad so sad and we talked we've talked about this a lot like this book a lot we really have yeah but the character the main character just goes through a lot but he doesn't complain or talk about himself that much and I feel like that really like showed me how a lot of people are hurting or they're experiencing a lot of things and you shouldn't judge them for it Mm because you necessarily don't see it on the outside and um his friends are just so supportive usually and they're just they don't expect much from him and I find that really beautiful and I think that's how a lot of friendship should be like you shouldn't expect anything from your friends yeah Um, like they were so supportive and they just genuinely cared about him which was really beautiful yeah so that was definitely one it influenced me and like how I treat a lot of my friendships so yeah that's kind of a corny (laughs) corny thing to say but yeah I think it has made me a better person Stop, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> no, I'm a horrible person. Scratch, scratch all of that, Haley. Anyway, anyway. I'm literally horrible. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but this book, yes, highly recommend if you want to reevaluate all your friendships, I guess. And cry a and lot. Cry a lot. Gosh, um, it's just a, yeah. Yeah, so what books have influenced you? The book that really influenced me is The Poet X by Elizabeth Acevedo. It, I, even though I'm nowhere near similar to the main character, Mm -hmm. she's like Dominican, half Dominican, and she lives in Harlem and I'm very white (laughs) and living in the suburbs in Texas. (laughs) But it, it just discusses like her relationship with her mother and her her mother's relationship with religion and how that affects her and also like growing into becoming a woman Mm -hmm. and all of the implications that has both like with other men being Mm -hmm. gross and mean and horrible (laughs) to minors (laughs) disgusting and um like trying to navigate that as a young teenager I just could really relate to that and it's it's also like poetry Mm -hmm. which I really didn't really like before I read this book but I saw some of the author's slam poetry Mm -hmm. on like a little poetry YouTube um and I just fell in love with the way she told stories so I looked up looked her up and found this book and I listened to the audiobook and I cried (laughs) through the entire thing and just related I just related to the protagonist so much. It was just, I don't know. I think about this book so much and I just want everyone to read it. Yeah, I feel so bad because she (laughs) recommended this book to me for book swap and I hate poetry. I could not get through it, but I can tell that the writing is really pretty so I can see how it influenced Maybe I should listen to the audiobook. I might die if I do, but maybe. Um, I don't know. I just found it very powerful, but yeah. I guess you don't have to read it. <laughs> this book changed my life, but I guess you don't have to read it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This, on Goodreads, it says, if I don't read a lot of poetry, should I, should I still read this book? Would I like it if I don't read poetry? And this Mia book, says no. <laughs> Jovan, Jovan said, I would suggest trying the audio version. Okay, so maybe, maybe I was right. Maybe Jovan and Haley are right. <laughs> maybe I should read the audio book or listen to the audio book. 
Um, so right. is that all? Should we do the quotes? Yeah. Um, okay. okay. So for our last segment of our podcast, Haley and I always like to share a quote from something memorable that we have read or something that we have read recently. And my quote is from The Haunting of Hill House. And here we go. Hill House, not sane, stood by itself against its hills, holding darkness within. It had stood so for 80 years and might stand for 80 more. Within, walls continued upright, bricks met neatly, floors were firm, and doors were sensibly shut. Silence lay steadily against the wood and stone of Hill House, and whatever walked there walked alone. Wow. wow. I love this quote just because it totally encapsulates how weird and eerie the house in The Haunting of Hill House was. So yeah. Um, what's your quote? So I, uh, <laughs> since I haven't finished any books recently, I'm just going to read a quote from the Guernsey Literary and Potato Food uh, Pie Society. Such a good movie. It's a great movie. I didn't love the book as much, but it is. it's all letters. and it, it is. It's a little weird, but this is just a reading slash books appreciation quote. It's very short. Okay. Perhaps there is some secret sort of homing instinct in books that brings them to their perfect readers. How delightful if that were true. Oh, I love that. I feel like it totally encapsulates like who the narrator is. Yeah. She's just she loves books so much. She's and she's an author. Oh, that's a great movie. She's basically us, except she travels and is successful and has met a amazing man and she's lily james she's lily james in the movie freaking wow i can't wait to watch her on tuesday oh my gosh and rebecca i'm so excited i'm so excited we should we should watch watch it together together. oh my gosh okay this is a revelation we are watching it together okay yes okay um please yes i don't know when we'll do that let's make plans after we finish the podcast absolutely um, okay. So I think that we did a lot better this time around for yeah. our podcast. So thank you so much for listening to Coming of Page, and we cannot wait for next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs>